how you doing and welcome to NLP Talks with Laura Evans, a podcast for people looking to unleash their potential in business and life. I'm Laura Evans, international trainer of NLP and host for this podcast. Join me in series two for a magical insight into the training room, learn about NLP and hear firsthand from our students about how NLP is changing their lives. Stay tuned. listening. I'm Laura Evans and welcome to NLP Talks with Laura Evans. I'm the founder and lead trainer at Unleash Your Potential and of course your host for this podcast. Now today I'm going to introduce you to a technique called the swish pattern. Do you have habits that hold you back? Perhaps you always feel nervous in a certain context or maybe you really struggle with feeling a certain way and wish that you could change that in a different context. Well, this is all the kinds of things that we're going to be coming across today. So let's get started. So what is a swish pattern? Now, if you've never studied NLP, this will be a whole new set of language and concepts for you to start to get your head around. Well, a swish pattern is a submodality technique used for a minor negative state or behavior that you do at a particular time. Now, you'll remember I introduced you to submodalities in episode two when we were talking about limiting beliefs. And this is another time where we're going to be using submodalities to help you, me, and everybody else to change the way they think, feel, and act. Now, let me give you some examples of the kinds of things that swish patterns are great for. I've said that it's for minor negative emotions. So, for example, nervousness, irritation, frustration, they would be what I would call minor negative emotions. A swish pattern is no good for what we call a big emotion like anger, fear, guilt, you know, those big things. It's no good for those. It's not powerful enough, but it's really good for minor negative emotions. And a swish pattern works best when you feel those minor negative emotions in a specific context. Now, we'd use something called a collapse anchors if someone felt nervous all the time about a lot of stuff or something called timeline therapy, which we'll talk about in episode eight. However, in this example, we're talking about we've got these minor negative emotions. It's also a great technique for changing behavior. Now, I'll never forget helping one of our students with her nail biting. So nail biting is a behavior, yeah? Putting your hands in your mouth and you, you bite your nails off. Well, Bev, love her. I'll never forget. She, I did it with her in the classroom and she was on her practitioner course and she came back on a course a few months later and she came up to me in the coffee room and she came up to me and she started running her nails down my upper arm. I was like, Bev, what are you doing? Leave me alone. She's like, you don't remember, do you? And I was like, remember what? She was like, Laura, I've got nails. And she turned her hands around and showed me her nails. She was like, I used to bite my nails and you did a swish on me. And I've literally just been to have my nails done for the first time in years. And I said to Bev, how many years did you bite your nails? And she went, 50. I said, seriously? And she was like, yes, years, absolutely years, ever since she was a small child. And this is some of the stuff that really helps people. I remember where I live in Wales, there's a a set of tunnels to go from a place called Newport 
across to Bristol for those of you that know it. And there's always traffic jams. And I used to get really, really frustrated when I was going towards those traffic, you know, traffic lights, you know, because you'd see all the red brake lights in front of you of all the cars in front. And I kind of roll my eyes and my heart would sink. And I'd be like, oh, no, again. And, you know, I'd be in traffic and I used to get really irritated and frustrated with that. And I used to swish pan to change it because, do you know what? There's not a lot I can do about it. If there's been an accident in the tunnels or people are rubbing neck and then there's nothing I can do about it so you know I just have to accept it and now I just turn my music on and have a little sing Um, I won't be singing to you though I will save that for me and my car but yeah so we can change things now how long does a swish pattern take 12 minutes there or thereabouts maybe 15 if you want to drag it out it's a fascinating fascinating technique I mean they say that it takes 21 days to change a habit I know I think there was recent research that I saw that said it's nine not 21 days but you know 21 days is the accepted and has been for a long time and when you consider that you know stopping someone biting their nails could potentially take 21 days and I say to them well actually I can do it in about 12 minutes people are like oh my god that's amazing and and Bev just felt amazing and she got her nails and it was just brilliant. You know, it was a learnt behaviour. She'd learned at some point how to bite her nails. It's an unconscious habit that she had. You know, if you're a nail biter, you'll know that you don't really realise you're biting the nails until, well, it depends. I mean, for some people, it's not until they've ripped the nail off. And for some people, it's when they put their hands in their mouth. And some people just have no idea at all. Because it's an unconscious process that is running for for some reason. I think it's bored or nervous or something. Quite interesting. You will remember in episode one, I talked about my nervousness about presenting. Well, the swish pattern is what we use to fix it. If you haven't heard episode one of series two, then go back and listen to it uh, because I shared my story about presentation skills and a swish fixed it. So in about 14 minutes take much longer than that I went from being really nervous about presenting to actually being excited to be on stage in front of an audience and it was just hugely empowering you remember in episode one I also talked about what we call the train on the hill and the fact that actually 10 to 20,000 programs run every single day at your unconscious level, most of which are unconscious. And these patterns that you run often run in a context, not always, but often they will. Nervous in the context of presentations, nervous about big meetings, biting my nails when I'm bored. And the swish pattern is absolutely perfect for that. Swish works in what we call a highly contextualized behavior or state. So as in it happens at a particular time. So if someone feels nervous about doing exams, some of you will have children, teenagers doing GCSEs here in the UK, and actually you want to help them feel different, then it's really, really helpful to be able to do that. You have to understand the trigger, though, for a swish to work at its best. Because if you start to try and help someone change their behavior when that train is metaphorically halfway down the hill, it's going to be really hard to turn it, right? But actually, if you can actually put what I call a metaphorical set of points at the top of the hill, actually, you stand a chance the unconscious mind choosing that. You know, we don't ever get rid of anything uh, with a swish pattern, but what we do is have what we call the old behaviour and the new behaviour. Here in the UK, for those of you not based here, oh, many years ago now, they shut down a lot of the railway lines. And we ended up with lots of the railway lines getting overgrown. Uh, So the tracks are still there, but no one uses them. The trains don't go down there anymore. They become overgrown. In fact, in some parts of the UK, we've turned them into places where we can walk and walk the dog and ride the bike and take the kids and stuff. Anyway, my point is this. They didn't take the tracks up when they shut those railway lines. What they did was just left them. 
and they became overgrown. And this is what happens with a swish. You know, we have an old behavior. I mean, the train track metaphorically is still there. It's a bit overgrown, doesn't really get used anymore because actually we create a much more compelling new behavior pattern program way of being that actually the unconscious mind finds much more compelling. And this is the basis of a swish pattern. Highly, highly exciting. In this episode, I want to introduce you to a guy called Julian. And before I do, he's going to talk to you or share with you his story about how he used to get nervous in the context of speaking in high-level meetings. It's a fascinating case study. But before we get to Julian, I want to share just one little technique with you that I think you would find really useful. Now, I'll be honest with you. This is something that I came up with this morning and thought, how can I help the listeners of my podcast? podcast with this particular problem when I can't do a proper swish pattern with you because you're not here sat in the room with me. And so I've come up with this little process that I really hope will help you make a difference. So here's what we're going to do. Not yet, but in a moment, I'm going to invite you to shut your eyes only if it is safe to do so. If you're driving cars and you're operating machinery or anything like that, please, please come back to this episode and do this later or fast forward to Julian's story. But please don't do this if it's going to put you at risk in any way. But what I would like you to do in a moment, not yet, is I'm going to ask you to have a little think about something that you're not looking forward to doing. Something that, you know, maybe you might feel a little apprehensive about. Please don't use this on anything that's really big, really emotive. But something just little, just have a little play around just so that you can have a little experiment. Okay, so my intention here is not to fix anything for you, just to give you a small little experience. So please, please, please use it in this way. But if you've got something maybe coming up in the future that you're feeling a little bit apprehensive about, I'm wondering whether I might be able to help you change how you feel about it. And so we're going to do a little process if you're up for it. If you're not, then just fast forward to Julian's story, as I say. But if you're up for it, let's see if I can help you in some way. So if you have an event coming up in the future that you're a little bit concerned about, a little bit apprehensive, then let's see if we can change some of the coding. Remember, that's what submodalities is all about. Let's see if we can just change a little bit of that coding to help you feel a little bit different about it. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Close your eyes now if you would. And as you think about that thing that you might be a bit apprehensive about in the future, I wonder, as you think about that now, if you made that picture that you're thinking about, or that movie, but most likely that picture you're thinking about, if you made it black and white, I wonder if that would change its feeling. I wonder if it would change how you feel about it. And if it would and you think that would take a bit of the sting out of the tail for you, then maybe change it from colour to black and white if you think that might help. I wonder, would it help if you pushed that picture a little bit further away from you um, or slowed that movie down a little bit or do something to it? I wonder if pushing it away would mean that it lost a little bit of that sting in its tail. And if it would, then just push it away a little bit so it's a little bit further away from you, a little bit more distance. I wonder, that picture or movie that you're thinking about, at the moment, I wonder, are you looking through your eyes or can you see yourself in it? And if you're looking through your eyes, I wonder if you could make it now so that you can see yourself in the picture or in the movie. And if you do that, I'm pretty sure that will take a little bit of the sting out of it for you as well. 
I wonder if you turn the sounds down a little bit, so it won't quite so loud. I wonder, would that help? And if it would, then just turn the sound down a little bit. So it's not as loud, or in fact, you could turn it off altogether if you wish. I wonder if you made those feelings a little bit less intense, you just turn them down a little bit. I wonder if that would help too. And if it would, then make the decision to do that now. Just turn them down a little bit. And I'm hoping by now, this thing that you were a bit apprehensive about, I'm hoping that you just don't feel quite as apprehensive about it anymore. Hopefully you feel a little bit more like, "Mm, well, it's kind of is what it is. Or actually maybe you were thinking about it in a way that wasn't helpful and maybe something different, different outcome could actually happen. And when you've finished playing around with it, if you think that you like the way it is now, then by all means you can open your eyes. And if you don't, then of course you can put it all back. You can put the colour back, you can move it back, you can change the size, the sound, if you wish. The choice is entirely yours. And when you're ready, open your eyes. And like I say, that's something that I just came up with this morning. So I was thinking, how can I help you to change the way that maybe you're feeling about something that's coming up in the future? And I'd love to know in the comments below this podcast whether that helped. I sincerely hope it did. And um, yeah, let me know in the comments. So as promised, we're now going to go and hear from Julian. Julian was in the NLP practitioner course with me and he was nervous about speaking in high level meetings. Julian works uh, for South Wales Police and he goes to some really high level meetings. Understandably, he used to get nervous being in front of really, really senior ranking people. So let's cut to the training room to pick up with Julian and let's see if we can share some of the extracts of what happened in the training room with you right now. You've put on the spot a bit thinking, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to choose as my subject? You know, I I kind of decided on what subject was going to be for me quite quickly. Mine is um, speaking in high level meetings. What's the feeling you get when you think of that? What's the minor negative emotion? It's nervousness. Nervous, okay. Yeah, I found myself going into a room with quite high-level kind of uh, members of the organisation. You've got that fear of saying something out of place, not being able to give the right answer. You've got the unconscious concerns, if you like, of not being able to perform the way you want. Now... I'm curious how you know it's time to get nervous. It's probably when I check my diary when I come in first thing in the morning and I realised, yeah, I've got that meeting today. Okay. Clear the screen and open the eyes. Good. Picture one done. We're good to go with that one now. So how would you rather feel instead? I'd rather feel calmer and just ready for it. Okay, so calm and ready. When you think of that calm and ready, do you have a picture? Yes. Good. Now make it so you're looking through your own eyes. If you made it brighter, would it make it more compelling? If you made any feelings more intense, would it make it more compelling? No. Then leave them as they are. Good. And now clear the screen and open the eyes. Very good. So we've now got both pictures ready. The old one and the new one. Nice boosted up. Really make it as compelling as possible. Um, And now we're just going to get busy. We're going to swish them. Ready? One, two, three. Swish. 
Good. Clear the screen and open the eyes. Good. Now, you may or may not be able to see this from where you're sat. I can see him. His eyes are moving um, and I can see that he's actually doing the process. Cool. Right. Let's go back to swishing some pictures then. So shut your eyes. So old picture on the screen. New picture in the lower left hand corner. Ready? One, two, three. Swish. Good. Clear the screen. Open the eyes and shut the eyes. Old picture on the screen, new picture in the lower left-hand corner. Ready? One, two, three, swish. Good. Clear the screen and open the eyes. How are we doing? It is weird. It's when you do the techniques and you're like, oh, I wasn't sure how that was kind of going to work, but like... Yeah. All picture's gone completely. You couldn't find it, could you? No, it's gone. So let me ask you, when you think about that old behaviour that you used to do in that context, what's mm. different? It doesn't... I can't relate to it, no. It just feels different. Yeah. Well, you look different. The underlying currents went. They were actually replaced with the confidence and the calmness, the presence, if you like, that I wanted to portray. So the nervousness and the concerns kind of weren't there anymore. High five. Well done. Right, little round of applause for Julian. And it's an absolutely fantastic, overwhelming feeling when you think, I can't put my finger on it, but something's changed and something's changed for the better. That's how I felt after the switch partner. It was quite quite enlightening to be honest with you i absolutely love hearing about julian's story and i will never forget the buzz that was in the training room after we did that technique with him i mean i caught up with julian a few weeks after his course and he was just buzzing he was like i went to a meeting it was just so different i was calm i was in control and it was just brilliant to hear i love it it's really good fun so i'd like to just thank you for listening to another episode of nlp talks with laura evans i hope you've really enjoyed it i hope i've inspired you i hope i've helped you understand a little bit more about what nlp can do for you remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you know and i'd love you to leave a review if you could letting me know how great you think the podcast is if you're interested in finding out more about our courses then please head over to unleashyourpotential.org.uk forward slash brochure and you'll be able to download all the courses that we currently run. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and I look forward to welcoming you back onto episode four. Take care.